What's going on, y'all? Today, we're going to talk about situational parenting, and I'm going to give you some tips for ways that you can adapt. Also, you'll want to hear this story about how I started crying at my son's basketball practice. Who does that? Anyway, thank you for listening to the Fatherhood Perspective. Let's talk. You are now tuned in to the Fatherhood Perspective. I'm your host, Curtis Cameron, and I'm so grateful you've joined us for yet another episode. Our podcast is here to share a father's point of view on life, family, and this journey we call fatherhood. Don't forget to join us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fatherhood Perspective. And as always, like, share, subscribe, review, and comment. Let's jump right in. This is The Fatherhood Perspective. Welcome to The Fatherhood Perspective. I'm so glad that you've joined us for yet another episode of our podcast. We're in season three. We're having a good time. We got some fresh content coming for you, and we're well on our way to just celebrating three years of a fantastic podcast. So stay tuned for that. If you're new here, I want to say welcome to my fatherhood circle. You can learn more about that in one of our previous episodes. And if you're a faithful listener, I just want to say thank you for your continued support wherever you're listening in the world. And I always tell you we're international, baby. So thank you for whatever you're listening from, uh, for checking out our podcast today. Um, you know, I just said this, uh, thank you for being a part of my circle. And I just want to give a quick shout out to an incredible fatherhood circle that I've just um, come into contact with. I recently uh, moved to a new area, uh, Richmond, Virginia. and Upon moving, I joined a new church, and I'm just excited about a group of guys that I get to do life with um, at my church, my life group. And uh, my fatherhood circle has grown, y'all, and I'm just really excited uh, about that opportunity. So shout out to everyone in my life group and just um, all the fathers that I get to do life with right now and just an incredible fatherhood circle that I found here in Richmond. Shouts out to all my crew, my whole fatherhood circle, whether you're in Texas or California or back in the 757 in Hampton Roads, Virginia, wherever you are, thank you to my fatherhood circle. You guys don't know how much you have meant to me in this season. So uh, I just want to give you a quick update about where life has been right now. As I told you all, I just moved um, to a new city and it'll be uh, it's almost, we're, we're probably about nine months um, from uh, us moving here. And it has been an absolutely incredible journey. I'm really grateful um, for the chance that we've had to be here. So uh, shouts out to the whole city of Richmond. Just It's, it's been great, guys. Um, and a couple of things have happened since I last recorded. First off, I celebrated a birthday uh, myself, turned 38 this year. So thank God for life. Uh, I celebrated one of my son's birthday as well. We actually share a birthday. Shouts out to him. Um, Next week, my wife and I uh, are going to celebrate 10 years of marriage. Come on. Can I get a shout out? Wherever you're listening to this, just say woody woo. Uh, One time, just shout out 10 year of marriage next week. And then also I have a son turning five. So uh, my oldest turns five next week. So it'll be 10 years of marriage and five years of fatherhood that I'm celebrating next week. And just incredibly blessed and um, grateful for the journey that I'm going to take next week. So um, just some great milestones in life. And um, I just can't can't say enough how blessed I feel right now and how grateful I am. And um, like I said, we're, we're in this new area. And so 
Coming to this new area has brought some new opportunities. So my boys are in sports now, and um, I'm, I'm hype about that uh, for all of our sports parents out there. I'm really hype about that. Um, but that's really where today's uh, episode stemmed from, right? Just from uh, parenting and, and sports parenting. And I mean, we can get into it so deep, but just, just follow along um, as, as I talk a little bit today. So my sons are in new sports. My oldest son right now is in lacrosse, uh, a sport that I played in middle school and high school. So I'm actually hyped to see him playing that. And then my younger son is playing football, um, which he absolutely loves. Uh, so it's just great to see them. But right before this season, uh, the winter season, my oldest son was in basketball. And uh, that was different. That was different because it's a sport I really haven't played. Um, and it was more of a developmental class that was offered at the YMCA. So it was good just to see him out there. Um, but like I said, this is where I got today's episode from, just this lesson um, on what I'm going to call situational parenting. All right. So got some lessons on situational parenting. And where this, that, this idea comes from, of situational parenting is from a business concept really uh, called situational leadership. And some of you may be familiar with it, but to, to quickly explain what situational leadership is, um, it's an approach to leadership that will kind of uh, take, a, take a leader on a journey to understand how to lead different types of people or really how to lead in different situations, like what type of leadership needs to show up. Um, and it's really about finding the balance of being um, kind of all things to all people, so to speak, as a leader. How do I lead in, in tough situations? How do I lead when somebody needs more support? So it's just this idea that your leadership should evolve uh, based on situation. And so I, I'm translating that uh, into parenthood, uh, really, um, in how do you parent in different situations? Right. So situational parenting. Um, if I go back, if I go back and take a take a trip here, um, a lot of parenting styles that predate uh, me, uh, maybe some of you in my generation can understand, uh, all seemed one sided at times. Right. Um, you know, some of the narratives about parenting seem to uh, center around either a parent was way too hard or a parent was way too soft. Right. Like there didn't seem to be dynamics in parenting. Uh, in, in some previous generations, but uh, I know they were there, but the narrative may not seem to be, to, may not seem to be so as a whole. So there's this idea in this generation that parenting has to be a little bit more dynamic, right? And, I've, and I'm going to explain it in terms of this idea of situational leadership and bring it to uh, what I'm calling situational parenting, right? So it's four quadrants of situational leadership, situational parenting, and the first quadrant, which is the lower right. Uh, well, let me take it back. If you look at this on an axis, right, uh, you have supportive behavior on one, on your uh, vertical axis, and you have directive behavior on your horizontal axis. So you can, you can Google this so you can get an image of it. But uh, on one, one line is supportive. The, the tangent there is directive. So, right, so you have to find some balance of being supportive and being directive. And already, I hope that starts to paint a picture for you as a parent, right? Where, again, I said this old model, where it's like parents were directive. Right? It was just a lot of yelling. It was just telling you what to do. Uh, but then you might have had this 
notion that some parents were just super supportive and they were just uh, helicopter parents or maybe, you know, a soft pushover parent or something, right? So you can already start to see that there's this idea of supportive versus directive. Um, this idea of situational parent doesn't make them one against the other. It's a one and situation, both and rather situation. So it's how do I find the balance of being supportive and directive at the same time, if that makes sense, right? So it's breaking down into four quadrants. First quadrant is on your lower right, which is high directive, um, low support, right? So high directive, low support, that's called directing, where you're just kind of telling them what to do. Quadrant two, right above that, is still going to be high directive, but now it becomes high support as well. And that's coaching, right? That's when we're trying to teach lessons um, because we're trying to give them the most support, but we're also making sure that they're getting it. So we're reinforcing it. Quadrant three is one over to the left of that, which is high support, low directive. That's called supporting, right? So that's where you aren't given as many instructions, but you're really trying to figure out how can I um, be there for my child or employee if this was corporate, right? So it's the support side of it. And the last quadrant, which is uh, down in the lower left, which is low support and low directive, that's called delegating. Um, that, that's when your child may be more independent, right? They don't need a lot of instruction or too much support because they've gained some independence, right? Or a little bit of responsibility. So I hope that uh, painted a good picture, but it's the, it's the quadrant that balances out support and directive. Anyway, um, that's situational parenting. And so I think we got to find our way to, uh, that balance and it, in different lessons in our life will teach us, right? Different lessons in our, t in our lives will um, cause us to examine uh, what style is appropriate to teach our children at that time, right? Um, the age of your children may be a factor. The situation, of course, is, is going to be a factor. So many different things uh, come into play when you try to understand where you are in the quadrant. Um, for me, it showed up in sports. Uh, because, you know, I, I wanted to, as a parent, watching your kid on the field, you, you think about coaching, you're thinking high directive, high support, which is that coaching, right? You're like, come on, son, I want to high five you and cheer you on, but I also want you to get in the game, right? Uh, and that's, that's how it showed up for me, um, was coaching and just, I was trying to be high support, high directive. Um, and some of you may be able to relate to that. You can think of other situations where you may have been high directive and high support, like their academics or teaching your kids chores and responsibility or um, in certain levels of discipline or other activities that, are, that you're really trying to make sure that they get the lessons from, like ballet or music or something, uh, where you really want them to get it. So you're high support and high directive. Um, but the truth is... We got to think about how our parents going to our parenting is going to show up in different situations, because here's the danger. If you respond to all situations one way, you're going to lose out as a parent. Right. Your child's going to be missing something. Um, and I think you won't you may not even fulfill as fulfilled as a parent because you may feel stressed out because you're always having to do this type of parent. So there's a danger, I would say in not learning this balance um, because you're always doing 
one kind of thing. And, and that may even start to show up in your children because anybody who's getting maybe one type of parenting may start, you may start to see, uh, I would say, I'm going to call it poor results, right? But you're, you're going to start to see some things maybe that you don't want to see um, because they're only getting this one type of narrative. Um, they may feel less loved at home or um, you might even start to see some signs of disrespect for you, right? Um, because you're, that one style may not even always be working. And I think that's where, you know, this idea of situational comes in at, in corporate settings because you're like, man, something's not working. I'm not getting through to this employee. If you translate that to parenting, it's kind of like, am I getting through to my kid? Uh, and, and that'll look different in different seasons based on their age. But I, I'm just trying to paint a picture, right, for you guys about situational parenting and how we all, I think, can evolve. So let me tell you how this really showed up for me. Let me give you a, a real life example. Um, Hunter was playing basketball, like I said, and I was kind of hype. Uh, I was being the coach. I was on the court with him. All the parents were on the court, but I was one of the most active on the court trying to uh, make sure he was getting what he needed. And uh, truth be told, he was having a bad day. He was really just having a bad day. He wasn't uh, really hitting shots. He wasn't uh, focused. Um, his confidence wasn't there. You know, they would say, line up on the dot and then run up and take a shot. And he just, he wasn't doing it, guys. He was. He was having a real rough day. And uh, that started to affect me, right? That really, I was like, come on, man, what, what's going on? I was like, man, maybe he didn't get enough sleep. And I started going through a lot of scenarios why it could have been happening. Uh, but ultimately, he wasn't having a good day, which then made me not have a good day. So I pulled him to the side. You know, here we are, high coaching, again, high directive. I pull him to the side. Uh, I'm a high support, high directive. I pull him to the side. Son, come on, let's get it together. What's going on? What, what, what's happening? And, and I'm being coach dad at that moment. Um, and really, my son started to, um, his face was just low. And he was just like, Daddy, I don't know if I'm good at basketball. And now I'm having to come down because I'm trying to put myself in his place. I'm trying to understand what's going on. Um, because now my son is showing a lack of confidence. And that's affecting me as a parent. So. I was able in that moment to at least gather my thoughts enough to know, like, hey, what are some of the things I'm trying to teach him? So I want to teach him to work through tough moments. I want to teach him uh, to pray. I want to teach him affirmations. So what we did is we said a couple affirmations and we prayed. And I'll tell you all this. Um, while I started praying for my son right there in the middle of the basketball court, I also started crying. So I'm trying to help him through this moment and I start crying on the basketball court while I'm praying. And that, that was just interesting because I, I don't, I don't know why I'm crying, <laughs> right? I, I'm just so affected and so moved by it. And then I'm like, Oh man, all these parents are seeing it. Um, so then I, I, you know, it just was a, it was a moment, uh, gave him some love, asked him to get back out there. And he went out there for one second and he still didn't have it. So I said, you know what, son, let's just go home. I, I think you're, you know, if you're not feeling it today, we don't have to do this. Um, let's go home. And, and there was a part of me that was initially saying, let's go home. But that was the angry part of me. Like, well, if you're not going to do it, man, we just got to go home. Right. That's, that was angry dad. But 
who really needed to show up was supportive dad. And I, I tried to, in that moment, uh, just be that for him. And, and we eventually went home. Um, that whole time I was there, I was like, man, what are the lessons here for me as a parent? What are the lessons to walk away with? And of course, y'all know I was excited to get, get, get to you guys and record this. Um, but I just really wanted to think through it, man, and, and understand what was happening uh, in that moment. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And I want to tell you a little bit more about what I learned in that moment and share some things with you that hopefully will be helpful. Uh, but let's take a quick break. Thank you for tuning in to the Fatherhood Perspective. I'll be back in one minute. Again, I want to thank you for being a part of the Fatherhood Perspective. I'm really excited about my podcast and it is hosted on a platform called Buzzsprout. And for those of you looking to get into po podcasting, I hope that you give Buzzsprout a try. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players to drop into other websites and analytics to see how people are listening. I really love those analytics. Um, the team at Buzzsprout is also really passionate about helping you succeed. So uh, get into the game, get your podcast going and make sure you check out Buzzsprout uh, as your platform to host. All right. And we back. Thank you so much for letting me take that quick break. Uh, just to reset the episode, but also to tell you more about my amazing podcast on Buzzsprout. Thanks again for following and uh, supporting the Fatherhood Perspective. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and comment and review. So uh, let's get to these lessons, right? Because here I am on the basketball court crying um, because my son didn't want to play that day. And I think the truth was I was probably more affected by this. This this moment taught me more about myself as a parent than it may have taught Hunter about being an athlete. Um, so I had, to, I had to figure this out, right? I had to walk away with some lessons from this. So three lessons, um, three points that I would just want you to consider as you think through this idea of situational parenting. One is learn to be flexible, right? There is no one way of doing this game we call fatherhood or parenting in general, learn to be flexible. Uh, parenting is uh, an evolving thing, right? You, you're constantly learning how to be the best version of mom or dad that you can be. Shouts out to the fathers, but shouts out also to the mothers who are supporting our podcast. You're constantly learning to be the best version of yourself as a person, but also as a parent. So Learn to be flexible. That's going to help you really develop a great sense of situational parenting, when to be more supportive and when to be more directive. If you're not going to be flexible, you're never going to get it. Uh, lesson two is to remain healthy, right? Because this, this balance of supportive and directive really does hinge on your ability as a parent to be clear-headed in those moments, right? To, to see, to, to not only be flex, flexible, but to see through what may be happening initially on the surface and to look at the lower level of what's happening with your child in that moment and how you really can support them. So um, it requires you to be healthy. I can look back at times where my response as a parent wasn't the best. 
I was in the wrong quadrant for what my child needed. But I was either tired, um, I was frustrated. There was something else going on with me that made my response be the wrong one for that moment. So I would encourage you to not just not only be flexible, but do what you can to remain healthy. If you need to exercise more, if you need to get out more, if you need to talk to someone more, uh, I encourage you to do that because you've got to learn how to be healthy. Um, and then the last one is I want you to keep your eyes open for the lessons because they're there, right? You have to learn how to keep your eyes open and look for the lessons. They'll show up if you give space for them to, right? If you're taking the time to uh, grow, you're taking the time to be flexible, you're taking the time to be healthy, then keep your eyes open for the lessons because they're going to be there. Uh, The truth is sometimes the lesson is for you and not for the child, right? That day on the basketball court, it was me, not my son. It was me uh, needing to learn how to parent differently, like how to remain a flexible situational parent. I started crying because I was affected, right? I was convicted. I felt, you know, I started to feel bad that I just wanted this so much for him that I was blind to what my son really needed in that moment. What he really needed in that moment was support. He needed a parent to hug him. He needed a a parent to affirm him, not as an athlete, but as a person. And um, I could have completely missed that had I not remained flexible, had I not um, kept my eyes open for the lesson. So I really want you to think through that. Um, Again, going back to that moment, I think I was probably embarrassed that my son didn't want to play. I was disappointed that my son didn't want to play more than my son was, right? Um, I'm like, man, these other parents out here cheering their kids on, their kids are playing and my my son's not playing. I'm, I'm now embarrassed. I'm now the one disappointed. And so the prayer I said, I thought was to calm him down, but in reality, it was for me to check myself, right? Um, I didn't realize what was happening in the moment, Uh, but immediately I found myself saying, man, what was the lesson here? And even as we were going home and as I was walking off the court while the other kids were still playing, I I wasn't angry at him for wanting to go home. I was uh, contemplative, contemplative, I don't know, contemplative, I was contemplating uh, what should I be in that moment and how, how can I see through this moment? So I looked for the lesson. Um, so those are just three things I want to encourage you to do. I want you to remain flexible. I want you to stay healthy and I want you to keep your eyes open for the lessons because some lessons are for you and not your child in that moment. Um, I hope you all can see yourself on this spectrum of situational parenting. Uh, Google it again, like I said, or look it up and, um, try to, try to see what this quadrant looked like. Again, it's, it's this axis, this balance between supportive and directive and where, where you can find yourself. So uh, I wish you the best on your parenting journey as always. And I hope that you continue to evolve and be the best situational parent that you can be. Here, here, here's the other thing I just thought of before I get out of here. Um, situational parenting really shows up when you have multiple kids as well. I was about to wrap it and I just remembered that note, right? 
situational parenting really shows up when you have multiple kids and you have to lead them differently, sometimes in the same situation, or you have to lead them differently day by day, decision by decision, um, because they're two different people. They have two different type of personalities and where their hearts are, where their mood is, what they're experiencing. You may have to be up with one and down with the other or vice versa, right? Um, so just know that situational parenting kicks in, not only just with your one child, it compounds when you have two, three, four, five, uh, children because you have to be so much. And then that's where really these other tips come in where being healthy really comes in because now staying healthy as a person is juxtaposed between how do I be there for my whole family? Right. And that grows as you have more people to take care of. So. Um, a conversation that I think we're going to continue to to have. I think maybe our next episode, I'll bring on a guest and we'll talk about situational parenting. And um, I, I just really want you all to be thinking through that and uh, finding yourself there. So um, again, to my fatherhood circle, to everyone out there listening, thank you so much for your support and let's keep growing. Let's keep evolving. Uh, and I hope today's perspective was helpful for you. Um, so thank you again. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and review the podcast. Don't forget to find us on socials and at The Fatherhood Perspective. Let me know what I can do for you. I appreciate y'all. Hope to get some more content out to you soon. Thank you for tuning in The Fatherhood Perspective.